Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Evening, everyone. Welcome along to the Rangers Rabble. My name is Brian. I'm your host tonight, and I'm joined as usual by Car, Laura, and Wolf. Folks, how are we? Good. Nice to be back. Evening, Brian. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yes, hello, everybody. Welcome along. Um, we did say we'd do a, an updated pod when we've got a little bit of news to speak about. And yes, today kind of just blew everything out of the water. It was. Uh, Let's be honest, Brian. Let's be honest, Brian. We got lucky because we were supposed to do this last night, but you were working, and then all this news broke today, so we got lucky. Well, to be quite fair, the witch and Carr predicted this earlier, so I'm, <laughs> I'm giving her the credit for this today. I actually, I actually think somebody from the club was watching the um, the live the live pod last night when we mentioned the fact that we were having this show tonight and thought better give him something to talk about. <laughs> Possibly. Always, oh, we've always got that theory, haven't we? Haven't we? So, yeah. So, lots to talk about. Uh, Car, start with you. Uh, Jane Bradford, the new assistant manager. Um, she worked obviously with uh, the manager before. So, um, I mean, obviously ex-teammates. Um, how do we think this is going to go? Well, they know each other, so I think it will work quite well. That like they've already kind of got that bond, and she's also well. Joe's obviously been a man, an assistant manager herself, but so's Jay. I think she was the. I don't know if she was the main manager or the assistant manager at the Coventry. Um, so she's got experience as well. So I think they'll work quite well together. It'd be good to have people in that have experience in the women's game as well. I think that'll be beneficial for all sides. But it's just good that they know each other, isn't it? So they're not starting fresh. I think it's good. I mean, Laura, is it, is it? Was it massively important that we went like all female sort of a management team, or was that, or were you just interested in getting the best person? I think it was just getting the best people, and they seem to have good experience already. So it helps. I think when it's like women coaching women, I think that 
will make a big difference from obviously like Malky and that, which it might not, it might not go the way we're thinking it is, but hopefully it does go positively. And it seems for the training videos and that, that they've kind of shared responsibilities with that hygiene that's still there. So it's mostly a female team other than a Craig obviously still being in helping, but it seems to be they're quite hands on taking the training that themselves. So it seems to be positive so far. We'll find it more tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, Wolf, it's it's kind of, we'll speak about this a bit more later as well, but it seems to be a, a definite clearing of the decks in the sense that it's a new era, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, they've, uh, I mean, Joe Potter's come in and she's not, I mean, she's not messed about with the signings. I mean, she's made three put on paper or, you know, decent signings. I'll put my hands up and say I don't know anything about the three, you know, the three players that she's brought in. Um. I mean, Michelle Coulson, Belgian international. You know, you don't you don't get capped in international football at, at any level if, you, if you're if you're not decent. You know, um, Rio Hardy coming up coming up from Durham. Um, she's played she's played abroad. She's been in Iceland. She's been in Cyprus. You know, um, twenty seven. So she's quite experienced as well. You know, obviously she'll look, she'll look Kathy Health more time at Durham as well. Well, that was obvious when they when they got together. And Kathy's first words were, "Have you missed me?" And it was quite nice for her to say no because that shows her a wee bit of, you know, it shows she's not overawed by the whole situation. You know, so that was quite nice. And then obviously, uh, just the other day, we brought in Rachel Rowe from Reading. That's not, it's not easy to say, by the way. Try saying that when you've had a few pints, Brian. Rachel Rowe from Reading. No, sorry. Um, attacking, attacking, attacking midfield player who has also spent some of her career at left back. So that's quite interesting that she can, you know, she can play in a variety of positions. Uh, obviously, a Welsh, a Welsh international, again, you don't get capped. If you're not, if you're not decent, you don't get more than a handful of caps. I mean, she's got something like thirty caps, so you know that's that's encouraging. And it's obviously from from markets that that Joe and Jay know, because they're all from. Well, obviously, obviously Michelle's from, from Anderlecht, but I mean they'll, they'll know her from from Europe and stuff. But you know, um, Rio and Rachel coming in from the English Championship, which is obviously the level that the, the management team were at. So it's it's players that they know. So they've obviously got what they're looking for, and I mean the, the players that went out. Carl will be absolutely delighted that that Yeni's away, uh, but obviously if Yeni goes, Hannah goes. You know, um, I think that's a that appears to be a package deal, um, and uh, unfortunately Kayla's Kayla's gone. She's gone to where were you saying she's going Villarreal? Villarreal. She's going to be, that'll be a decent that'll be a decent move for her. She's obviously currently at the World Cup, which we didn't know until Laura informed us that she's been married and she's playing under her married name. That's why we couldn't find her on the bench uh, yeah. for Jamaica the other day. Um, but for for me, of the ones of the ones that have gone out, apart from obviously Sam and Emma, the one I'll miss the most, Maddie enough, to be perfectly honest. Very much so. I mean, she was very versatile, Car, wasn't she? You know, she played left back, right back. I always thought she was very busy, and you know, she never shirked a tackle, did she? She had good pace, didn't she? She, you mm. know, she offered us quite a lot, and she could score, which was nice, but. I think it just wasn't the right fit for her. She just got a bit homesick and just didn't really feel like she fitted in, which is a shame because she was good. But it also meant that Nick was pushed out of the team, which I didn't really think was fair when there was games that were crying out for her and she seemed to get dropped. So it swings around a bit. So players come in and it doesn't work, but they're good players. And you kind of think, oh, it would have been great if we could have kept them. But 
obviously, like, I don't like to speak badly of players, but Hannah and Yeni going, I think, was the right thing. I just, it didn't work for the players in the club. It just, it wasn't right. And they found something closer to home. It's in Sweden. So it's, you know, Yeni's from Finland. So it works out quite well for them, I think. And they get to be together. And hopefully that's a better move for them. Yeah. Um, we'll speak about, obviously, them two just now. Laura, I mean, um, Yeni came, you know, I would say on a, a fairly decent wage, you know, because, um, you know, I think we paid a decent amount of money for her. It just, it's all, she, when she first arrived, I thought she could dominate the, you know, the forward line because just of her sheer size. Um, but she never just seemed to use that size and dominate, did she? It was very, it was very strange, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh... I think she's kind of started off all right and then she just seemed to be on a downward spiral from there. I don't know if she just never settled or you think we haven't had her there, she would kind of settled. But I think just the two of them, I think they th thought it was going to, they were going to come in and it would be really easy because it's like the Scottish League and whatever. And it wasn't what they were expecting and it just didn't work out for them. But for her, uh, for any size, like she just didn't want to get involved or get her self dirty and muck in or whatever she was just well at hand and she jumped out the way in the ball which gives car nightmares on a nightly basis <laughs> to this day so so uh, she just wasn't for her the physicality that she had she just didn't use it so hopefully she does well where she was away at Sweden and we're going to be onwards and upwards with the players we've signed hopefully yeah um and of course Wolf Hannah Davison's left as well. Um, again, I think she was very. She, again, she showed f sort of flashes of being good, but there was just too many mistakes in there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was too many high-profile mistakes, I and mean, you can't, you know, you, you can't make in the position she plays. You can't, you can't be making mistakes because you tend, you tend to get punished. So, I mean, as as Laura says, wish them wish them all the all the best, and you know, wish wish everyone that's left, wish them all the best in the. In the rest of their career, some will do better than others. Just wish them all the best. We have to, we have to move on and concentrate what we're doing, you know, with the, the new players we brought in. It's a new, it's a new era, you know, new management team, few new players, a number of a number of players resigning contracts, which is which is encouraging because it was getting a bit kind of. Are we going to have a, a team to field? You know, are we going to have players to field tomorrow tomorrow night against Queens Park because of who, how many have we got that haven't signed contracts or stuff like that? So. So yeah, we just we just need to move on and see see how see what this season brings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all another player that left a uh, car was uh, Kayla McCoy. She's away at Villarreal. Um, again, a player that threatened to do very well, but there was times she was very isolated up front, and you, she kind of struggled a bit to get a, get the grips of that, didn't she? Yeah, last season, the season before, she was incredible. She had like one of the best, one of the best players in our team. But last season, she wasn't given the service, so she was having to come deep, which it wasn't her game. That's not what she was supposed to be doing. Which then just didn't give her the opportunity to score as much, and then she got injured, and I don't think she ever really recovered from that. So it's just it's, it's gutting because Kayla was one of the best strikers at the club, besides Jane and Lizzie and Kirsty, obviously. So it's just, it's a shame, but I think it is a better move for her. She'll go and probably get more game time because behind Jane coming back, Lizzie coming back, Kirsty signed an extension and we've now signed another forward. I don't know where she would have fitted in. 
So it's a great move for her. She's at the World Cup and they seem to be doing quite well. So hopefully it'll be a really good move for her. Yeah, I mean, Laura, when I when when I was looking through the, the Jamaica team, I was looking, I'm thinking, I'm sure Kayla was in this squad. So I'm messaging you guys. I'm like, Kayla's not in the squad. She must be injured. And lo and behold, she used her married name. So that's why I couldn't find her. But um, again, as as Carr's saying, you know, she had a, a great start, but then just it just dropped off, didn't it? Yeah, it's. I think she, we were surprised actually when she got married because it was like the stat before. It was like last summer, I think. So we were surprised she never changed it last year with us, but obviously she has for the national team. But as Carr said, she was really good for us. The title winning season was throwing herself at everything. And then I think as happens with players, mostly in the field game, if they get a bit of an injury, they kind of get a bit standoffish with no one to get re-injured or... And then they just get, she's had like niggly injuries and that as well. So it's just unfortunate. Like, how, she would have been a player I would have liked to have kept, but obviously she's going to want to play more. Uh, and they obviously couldn't promise her that here. So we wish her the best of luck as well. And hopefully she tears it up in Spain. Absolutely. And you two might be able to answer this one for us. Is, is Jane Ross part in training yet? She got re injured and had to get a further surgery. So she's a bit away yet. Unfortunately. Well, that wasn't the sort of news I was looking for. So, <laughs> Enough. Great. That, oh, great. That, that, that tends to happen quite a lot if, you, if you've had you know if you've had that a long term injury. Right. It's other parts of other parts of your body sort of shut down when you when you try to get back into you go back into training and you you know you do tears here and little bits there. So it happens all over the game. It's not especially it's not, with ACLs as well. They're quite yeah, bad I mean, for it's, the it's unfortunate, but it's not unusual. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, new signings that we'll speak about just now. Rachel Rowe came in. Uh, Wolf, um, you've done obviously a bit of digging about her. Well, not really. I've just I've just noted down her stats. I don't know. I've never seen her play. I don't know anything about her. Um, I mean, the the new signings I'll reserve judgment on until I see them play. Until I see them play in competitive games, because I mean, even you'd look good in a YouTube reel, Brian. I'd imagine. You know what I mean? So you know, you can make it look look like, look like anything. Um, but I'm encouraged that, that they're the three that the three that we've brought in are well. There's, a, there's a, a defender, a striker, a forward, if you like, and an attacking midfield player. So we've we've, we've brought in players right right across the team. You could all you could almost say it's almost a new spine that, that they've brought in. They're all they're all experienced. I mean, the youngest of them is Michelle Coulson at 24, but she's probably the most experienced internationally. Um, although she's the youngest, so. You've got you've got to trust you've got to trust the judgment of the management team. Um, they brought these players in. They, they won't be. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't suppose they'll be. They'll be. They'll just be on bus fares. You know I mean, they'll be getting. A, they'll be getting a few quid to come over and to come up the road. But uh, they all seem very excited. They talk a good game. They're all very excited to be here. Uh, it's nice to see them all. Um, I'd like another couple of bodies in the building. To be perfectly honest, because we've lost an awful lot of players. Having said that, it's great to see. A few of the few of the last season's team re-signing, you know, and I know you're coming to that. I'm leaving it there. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> any more than that. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a, it's exciting. To, I mean, it's always exciting when you get new players. I mean, at the moment we've got three. I'd like to say I'd like to see another couple coming in. Um, I like to, I'd like to see us maybe getting a couple of players from the Scottish League that that know the Scottish League. Um, quite who I don't know because I don't really watch other teams. Maybe Car and Laura might have far. 
a few ideas who they'd like to see come in. I don't really watch the, the other teams at all, you know. Um, but yes, it should be an exciting season ahead. But start starting a bit strange though with a, a Glasgow Cup game tomorrow night up against a men's first team friendly. That's a bit unfortunate. Announced that they've announced very much at the last minute, you know, when plans are already made to go to Ibrox and people have bought tickets and stuff like that. Then I found out today that if we beat Queen's Park, the final of the Glasgow Cup's on Saturday or Sunday. They can't even tell us what day it's on this coming weekend when some of us will still be in Germany. So it's all not worked out very well. And then after we've two two competitive games, the squad's away to Spain for a week. It's just it just seems to be a wee bit kind of back to front. You know what I mean? But I guess they've just got to squeeze these Glasgow Cup games in when they when they can find them. They're they're, they're effectively competitive preseason games, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rio Hardy car, uh, striker, I believe. So, um, have you any sort of info on her? I mean, finding any sort of footage or any, anything about them is quite difficult. So, um, no, I, well, I mean, I never heard of her before we signed her, so of course, I went and had a wee look. And her record is quite good, and um. Iceland, I want to say, it's where she played and she scored quite a lot of goals. You know, she scored a few goals down in England but didn't seem to have very many appearances so, you know, you wouldn't know what was going on there. I don't know if she had injuries or what it was but, you know, if, if we're signing her there must be something that the manager and assistant think is what will fit into the way they want to play. They know, well, she knows Cathy which helps I think having a little bit of ground in there, you know, rather than coming in blind. I mean, I've seen a couple of goals that she scored and it's kind of shades of Lizzie Arnott, which excites me, but I'm not going to look too much into that because you never know. Somebody can score a cracking goal and then not fit in. So I'm very excited about all of them, to be fair. The only one I'm not really sure of is uh, Michelle Coulson. Never heard of her, but I don't know. The fact that she's never played outside uh, you know, Anderlecht, essentially, worries me because we've had players come from other countries that haven't played outside of it and then just not settled and had issues. But you never know, she might be our best defender that we can have this season. You never know. But it's good that we're getting bodies in. We need a couple more midfielders, I'd say. Just we're losing Sam and Emma. You, you know, you never know. We've got the young ones there, but realistically, they're not going to play 30 games a season. So we need other people in to bolster the squad. Very much so. And Michelle Coulson, uh, Laura, um, obviously, Carson, she signed from Anderlecht, Belgian, 24-year-old. So, and Wolf did say earlier that she's the most experienced sort of internationally-wise that's signed. So, you never know. Might be a wee gem that we've we've come across. Yeah, hopefully, because obviously we've got Lisa out. I don't think she's going to be back till the end of the year. Mm. Cathy's just had surgery in the summer for her knee, so hopefully she seems to be back to running in that, but not much ball work, so she's going to need to kind of hit the ground running or we're going to be struggling again at the back, so we'd probably even need somebody else at the back. I don't know if with Rachel playing like kind of left back, if she'd maybe be able to slot in there or you move Nick across. Maybe that's why they've got her kind of versatile, but it's just all kind of guessing games around till kind of see what the team looks like tomorrow and who we start with. It'll not give us an indication who's going to start the first game of the season, but I think with the limited kind of numbers we've still got, it'll be a reasonable kind of way the team will go, I think. 
Yeah, definitely. And Wolf, Hugo's coming with a comment here, and I think this kind of sums up everything that happened last season. Um, you know, last season after the League Cup final, certainly it just nosedived, and you could definitely see individually and as a team collectively that things dropped off and it's ultimately brought about the changes, isn't it? Well, I don't really want to cover old ground. I mean, we talked we talked about this last end of last season. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's 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 picking on an old sore really you know what I mean mm. an old scam but I mean as Hugo says it wasn't a great end to the season I mean injuries didn't help you know um, I don't like to criticise any member of Rangers staff but the manager didn't didn't seem to want to make changes when changes were probably necessary um, he would make the substitutions late he wouldn't change anything but like like for like and it was as if to me it was as if he preordained who was who was coming on for who it didn't matter how they played. I mean, Megan Bell would come off the bench, play really well, back on the bench again. Just the name but one. You know what I mean? It's It was weird, you know? I mean, as Carl said earlier, it, it, it clearly wasn't working for Jenny Danielson, but she was in a team every week. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I guess she was getting paid a lot of money, and that's probably probably one of the reasons they kept persevering with her. But if it's not working, you need you need to set them, set them, set them out of a couple of games just to, you know... Even just to give them a break from it mentally, you know. I mean, she must have known it wasn't working for her, but she was still on the team every week. So there was a, a variety of factors why it didn't work. Hopefully, the the change all through the team, uh, all through the the women's part of the club. Hopefully that that will reap its own benefits. You know, I mean, Malky had been there, you know, a while, and everybody knew what you'd expect from Malky. We knew what to expect from Malky. We we'd, we'd be sitting at games going. We we'll know what's happening here. So the opposition would have known that. Mm-hmm. Joe Potter, we haven't got a clue what's we haven't got a clue what's how she's going to play, what she's going to play. Is she going to put square pegs in square holes? Is she just going to you know keep everything very much the same? We don't know that. The opposition won't know that. So it's quite exciting going forward. Yeah, definitely. And also, Carr, um, the news the other day that Amy McDonald left. So it's not just the management that the, the the first team coach that left it was you know the sort of manager over the top of that as well, so that's that's going to be a, a big job to fill. Somebody's somebody's obviously going to have to come in and fill those boots, aren't they? Yeah, I mean we read the um, job description or roles or whatever you want to call it, and it, I mean it's a hell of a lot of stuff that yeah. she had to do, and I didn't realise how much she was really in charge of, which is crazy to think that one person was in charge of all of that, from scouting to recruitment to overseeing the academy to contracts to everything. You know, she was doing everything. So now I've kind of got a different opinion of her. Well, she had so much on her shoulders to take care of. It's kind of crazy how much she was having to do. And almost it makes me think, well, why didn't they delegate some of that? Let the manager deal with some of the recruitment or contracts and then let her focus on the academy or whatever. So the fact that they put it out and it's all the same roles makes me think they're just going to get somebody in to do the same thing. And really, it should probably be two or three people that are dealing with that. But the fact that she put it out, put a post out, you know, saying she was leaving and everything, but the club haven't announced anything is kind of weird to me. Like, why haven't they announced that? Because that's like a huge role that's been there for so long you know she was kind of the face of it for a while and mm-hmm. she just left and they've not said anything it's kind of bizarre to me and it makes me think it was unexpected the fact that they're now putting out a job and saying oh we need to like find somebody rather than having somebody lined up it's kind of strange but hopefully we get somebody in kind of quick but it seems like joe and whoever is currently doing the, the recruiting is 
doing all right. You know, we brought people in, we we're signing co contract extensions, and it's, all seems to be going quite well. So maybe we don't need somebody to do it. Who knows? But you know, it's a shame because she, you know, she worked really hard and she basically was part of the achievement of winning the league and the cups and all that. So it's it's just a shame to see her go, but hopefully she'll go somewhere that's not Celtic and do very well. Sorry, Brian, can I just jump in here? Mm -hmm. uh, just to pick up on, on, on the job description. Laura, do you think that the the, the, the way the job description is now, that, that is what Amy was doing? Or do you think she, that a lot of that was lumbered on when Ross Wilson left? Do you think he was possibly doing some of that? You know, as overall kind of foot, football, direct, director of football. And obviously they've, they've, ration, they've rationalised that department. So my thinking is possibly, I don't know, uh, you know my thinking is possibly that job description is for a completely new job. It's Amy's job, but it's a bit more than what she had to do. Although latterly she had that stuff dumped on her. I don't. It's just my my own opinion on it. I don't know. I think there seems to be a, a lot more than what we assumed Amy was doing. I think the kind of what we've gathered, really, like information in that she has been doing like the contracts and that that was definitely no like Malky's doing. He maybe had a wee bit of saying, but I think she was kind of deciding who was coming in and that, but. There seems to be a lot in there that is maybe reading, as you say, Ross Wilson was maybe doing it and it's maybe going to be so that it's separate, so that the women's team's doing their thing and the men's team's doing theirs and then James Bisgrove will just kind of oversee um, like obviously that role and then if there's the men's director role. But there does seem to be a lot there, but I don't know, as Cash says, there is quite a lot in it, so Maybe it would be better with like a dual role or something, somebody else. But I think with Joe and Jay being there and having the experience uh, clubs before, they're going to be able to help out quite a lot and kind of suggest names of that, which is going to be a lot better than what I think Malky was doing for Amy. So I think whoever comes in is going to be more supported with having the coaching staff that we've got now than what was there previously. I suppose, well, if you've got to throw this into the kettle as well, you know, was Wilson, you know, Ross Wilson, when, you know, because we were led to believe that he was overseeing a lot of the women's stuff, but maybe now as they've restructured everything and they feel that they're going to have a, a you know, a, a, a female director of football. I don't know. I mean, my, my, see, my thinking is they've, they've restructured everything, you know. I mean, hmm. you know, okay, Ross Wilson hasn't been replaced in any way, shape or form yet, if, if, even if they're going to. You know, but um, James Bisgrove's come in as CEO as opposed to uh, Stuart Robertson, who's managing director. You know, so so they've, they've changed they've changed the specifications of quite a lot of the senior jobs. You know, they're changing the job title. So I just thought I just thought maybe maybe that they, they are putting more onus on this new position and giving it full responsibility. Whereas Amy maybe didn't have the full responsibility. Mm. No, maybe, maybe she did. I mean, I don't, we we don't know. It's something that we don't know. But we were read, led to believe that. That Ross Wilson oversaw the whole thing, mm -hmm. so he would have been involved in negotiating contracts and doing all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. It was just, it was just a thought I had when I read the job description earlier. I thought, I wonder if that is what what Amy all had on her plate. Because if that's all she, if she had all that on her plate, and I would imagine she asked for help, and if she they said no, I'm not surprised she's away because that's a that's a hell of a job description. I must admit, Carl, when I read it. Because you, everybody, when you see a job come up at Rangers, you always think, "Oh, wonder what's in the job description." And I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I was like, "There was, there was so much on it." I was like, it, "That's going to be some, some job for somebody." 
But I don't understand how one person's meant to do all of that. Like, obviously, they'll probably have a team around them. They'll have, like, assistants or whatever the term will be. But it's a lot for one person to have to deal with, you know, looking at players, looking at contracts, overseeing the academy and making sure that's all running the way that it should be running, making sure it's all in line with each other. It's just, it just seems a bit crazy. But maybe that is what other clubs do. And they do have one person that oversees all of it. So it's streamlined. I don't really know how it works, but... It's a lot to do, and I hope they're paid handsomely for it because it's a lot of work. That's all one person's doing. Yeah, my next, my next question is, Laura, is your CV in for it yet? <laughs> I did have a look, and I think I might be qualified. Just, <laughs> 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 just need to find the time, really. We've seen everything else. <laughs> yeah, and of course, as we mentioned just before we started, um, there was the news today that we, well, the first news came out. Um, Wolf, that I think it was Kirsty Howitt signed the new. No, it was Chelsea first, wasn't it? It was Chelsea. Yeah. Well, Vic was first. If we're being pedantic. What was it? Vic was first. She was a couple of days yeah. ago. Yeah, Vic. Yes, and yeah. So you know, we'll start with today. Well, if you really story. want, to, if you really want to be pedantic, it was Maya and Laura that were first. So. <laughs> no, we are already talked about them. <laughs> well, on you go, Wolf. Well, obviously we've got we've got existing players re, uh, signing contracts. As Carl as Carl rightly says, we did speak about Maya and Laura the last time we were on. Uh, that's Maya McCauley and Laura Berry, the two. I don't want to call them kids because they're not really kids. They're what the six, seven, 16, 17 then. So great to see them signing. Um, as we said the last time, we'll be very lucky if they're both still here this time next year. If they carry on the trajectory that they're going on. Um, they'll probably go the same way as Emma Watson, who interestingly we still don't know where she's gone because they haven't no. announced anything yet. You know, uh, I mean it was I mean it was only announced with that thing she did with her school that she was going to England. That's the only re the only reason we knew she was going to England. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I know man, you was the the smart money at the time, so we just I just assume that that's where she's gone. Don't know. Um, and obviously, as Carl rightly said, Vic Essen resigned, which was a, an absolute surprise for me. I'm sure somebody that I'm sitting looking at right now told me that she'd gone back to New Zealand, and I thought, well, that's all gone. I'm sure Carl mentioned the fact that Vic was going back to New Zealand, but not just for the World Cup, though. Well, at the end of the, the, the cup final, we asked her, so we'll see you next year, and she said, I don't know. So I don't know whether she, you know, I'd been offered a contract or she hadn't been, she didn't know what was happening. And then they seen how class she was at that first game and they said, we've got to get her signed back up. <laughs> or she'd been offered it and she said, no, I want to go back there, their class. I don't know, yeah, but a, she signed up that, and I'm that, happy with it. That was actually a classy announcement because they, they announced it very shortly after she kept a clean sheet in her first yeah. New Zealand's first World Cup game, which I thought was quite, I thought that was quite classy. And I'm delighted that she's, that she's re-signed because if the keepers were got, I think I'd be so I'd be starting her every week, to be perfectly honest. Although she lost a goal to the Philippines today, so I'm not I'm not quite sure about that. You know what I mean? That was a bit of a shock, <laughs> I believe. So and then obviously, um obviously today we had the, the triple whammy today. First of all, we had the Chelsea Cornet gets announced, which was great. And then Kirsty Howitt for the double. And that's when Carl said, Come on, let's make it a treble and give us Megan Bell. And ten minutes later, we got Megan Bell. So yeah. Great, great to have them signed up because, as I said earlier, it was looking like who are we going to play tomorrow night against Queen's Park because we've got a lot of players we don't know what's happening with them, but we now know what's happening with them. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, delighted, absolutely delighted. That, I mean, Kirsty Howitt, she'll score goals for fun again because that's what she does. Um, Chelsea Cornet always puts it, always puts in a shift. And Megan, Megan Bell, Megan, will, Megan will supply Kirsty. I mean, Megan and Kirsty between them, 
uh, their goal involvements will just go through the roof because Megan, I mean, um, my 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 young my young one Demi for me from Australia uh, from Australia from America earlier and she's we're talking about it and she says, Why is Megan resigned? She wasn't getting a game. I said, No, but that was under Malky. Hopefully she'll get a game now. You know? So Megan gets gets a gets a regular a regular turn on the team. She will lay on a bucket loads for Kirsty and also for for Rio Hardy if Rio's up front with her. And yeah, I think the the season's looking quite promising again. Absolutely. And of course, Carr, you you predicted the third one. Um, the first two came along and you says, well, why, let's just not make it a hat-trick, Rangers, and let's get Megan signed up. And I think it was 15, 20 minutes later they announced it, and I just went, what an absolute witch. Couldn't believe it. But um, great to get those three signed up. Um, I've always liked Chelsea in the midfield. Megan just never got any game time last season. And Kirsty, I think she is a very much a confidence player. Once, she's, once she knows she's the number nine or, you know, she's playing... She'll score goals. Yeah, I think it's almost telling of how Joel wants to set up the fact that she's, you know, re-signed all these players that, you know, are confidence players that, you know, thrive on like attacking rather than we seem to be not defensive but struggling to get shots away and you know trying to walk it in a lot last season. So it's giving me confidence that she's going to play a very forward attacking way. Um, Megan Bell, I think wasn't going to sign the contract. She she didn't want to stay because of last season, not getting any game time. And I think maybe Joe and Jay coming in is maybe giving her reassurance that she'll she'll get game time, which is a good sign because she's a, a really good player and it would be a shame for us to lose her. So it's very promising. Obviously, with Jane still being out for a wee while and apparently Lizzie's out for, I can't remember what it was, another three or four weeks due to injury as well. We need these players that can, you know, play forward, especially Megan and Kirsty. As long as Kirsty can, you know, not pick up any injuries and can keep her confidence up, I think it's going to be fantastic. We just need the back end to work better than it did last season, because that's where our downfall was. Other than not being able to score enough goals half of the time in the second half, the back end was the issue. So I think having Vic signed up will push Jenna, gives us another option. We've got a new defender in, but we probably need another one. If not to, sorry, excuse my cat screaming at me. Um, it's very promising. I'm very excited. I'm trying to get not to get my hopes up too much, but I'm hoping tomorrow we'll score about 15 goals and I'll be back on the treble train. Always positive, Carl. Maybe not 15. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that 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 three are quite experienced, Laura, in the sense that you know they contributed. Well, Kirsty and Chelsea particularly contributed a lot. Um, we always expected Megan, as Wolf said earlier, she'd play well in a game. You think, right, she'll get a start next game, and she was back on the bench. So, hopefully, as Cars just said, there's maybe been a an arm put around her by Joe and that, and says, look, you know, we want you to stay. I'm, I'm wanting you to play a bit more next season. So, hopefully, she'll get her mojo back and you know start producing the goods. Well, it's important to remember she's only about. 22-23, so they'll probably have looked and went, this is a young promising player, looked, watched her last year when she's had like 10-15 minute spells and she's always came on and either assisted or set up a, like good goal scoring opportunities and that, so I don't think it would have taken much persuading for either party to kind of ensure she stays because she wanted to stay, she wanted to play she'd have been playing every game last year if she could have and I think she's just got that kind of drive in her that I would imagine Joe and Jay would love. So 
it's great that we've got her. Hopefully she's obviously going to get that more game time that she wants and deserves. Chelsea kind of needs to step up a bit more this year because she was a bit up and down last year. Now that Sam's away, she's going to have more of an mm-hmm. important role in that midfield. Plus with experienced players but not experienced in our league. So Chelsea's going to have that kind of role of kind of stepping up. She's been called up for Scotland in that recently as well. So she's going to have all that kind of experience to draw on. And then Kirsty just does what Kirsty does, just supply her with goals, board opportunities, and she usually sticks them away. So mm-hmm. I knew that she's got the competition with Rio. Laura Berry signed a contract. So she's got competition with the places. She knows Jane's mm-hmm. going to be coming back at some point. So hopefully it means they all up their game and they're all going to come out firing and do much better than last year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And Paul's just said, you know, Joe, Joe realizes we need the Scottish women involved. Now, I've been, I was towards the end of last season. I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out to all you. I was obviously, you know, watching the highlights and thinking, is there anybody in the league that we could maybe pick up that, you know, could be good enough for us? I don't know if any of you guys have any ideas or not wanting to name names, but you know, it's, it's, it's certainly. If, if there's anybody we can pick up from the Scottish League that obviously knows the league, it would be handy for us to, you know, pick them up, wouldn't they? Car? Both? I mean, if we can go and, like, poach... I don't know. can't remember their names. See the last eight place for Man United. Um... Her name's completely gone out of my head now. Position? We were talking about it the other day, Laura. What's her name? We talk about it a lot. What for Man United? Like what position does she does she play for Scotland as well? Yeah, the the last day that was at the um the Northern Ireland game. I think she scored. She played for Man United. Kirsty Hansen. Or you think of Fiona Brown? Fiona Brown. That's her name. She plays for Man United? Mm. Don't think, no, I don't think so. I think she no, plays why for... do I think she plays for Man United? It's Kirsty Hansen that plays for Man United. Oh, no, I was I was thinking of Fiona Brown. Anyway, she looks quite good. I take her. Or do you mean in the Scottish League, like in our league? I, I either mean, nationality I think... or plays in the league. Oh, well, I was going to say Priscilla Chinchilla, but if she needs to be Scottish, then never mind. Well, she doesn't have to be. She knows the league. She's, she knows the league. She's goal scorer. So I mean, I would take Priscilla. If Priscilla Chinchilla wanted to come to us, I would absolutely take her. I don't know if she'd fit in at the moment because we have quite a lot of forwards now, so I don't know how much game time she'd get, but I'd take her if we could get the chance. There's a couple of hearts that I'd potentially take as backups. Georgia Timms, it's an unfortunate name, but... There is a few, but I, I don't know. I think we need to look further afield. I think there's Scottish players down in England that we could potentially try and tempt up. That's what we did with Jane. That's what we did with Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd almost prefer that because players from other teams will have maybe a perception and already an idea in their head and it might not work. I don't. I think we need to look further afield rather than just sticking to Scottish. I suppose, Laura, in the sense that's it's good that you know Joe's worked down there and she'll know a lot of the a lot of the players that play down there. So there's a good chance you know she's obviously looked at a lot of the players down there and thought, right, 
I could maybe get something out of her up here, or, or you know, anything, you know, her experience down in England. Well, as we spoke before, when she said she's going to have a lot of contacts that she knows that there, she knows be playing with them and that. So there's going to be a large pool that she can kind of dip into if she wants to. But it's whether they want to come to the Scottish League because it's quite unique in its own wee bubble as Scottish football. So it's whether they want to come up. But surely the opportunity to win silverware is tempting enough. And I think that's why we've already got three in. I would expect a few more that she'll be able to convince to come in before the start of the season. Yeah. Um, we weren't expecting three today, Wolf, but we got three signings. Um, I would be surprised if we get any more this week. I'd be surprised if we didn't get any more this week because we need, we need a few more bodies firmed up. I mean, the deals are probably done. Tomorrow night's team will probably give us a bit more of a barometer of what's actually going on and uh, what's mm. happening because... Obviously, you would expect the players to play tomorrow. Will well, they'll definitely be signed, and we'll probably be sticking about. You would think, um, but, but I mean, go go back to the, you know, Joe and Jay bringing in players. The difficulty they've got is how do you how do you tempt the player up from Eng from English Championship to play in the Scottish League because mm. the Scottish League ain't great. You know what I mean? If they're looking at, I mean, I think it's going the right way. The league's going the right way. It's going to be, it's still going to be a three horse race, but the. The sort of fourth and fifth and possibly sixth horses are probably going to be, be a wee bit closer um, this year. I would imagine because Hearts are, Hearts are doing something. Hearts have signed about 400 players, you know. Um, Aberdeen are, they're, they're looking to, you know, to push on and Hibs will be the same. So I think that the next three won't be so far behind. So this time next year, it probably be a, a more competitive league to try and sell to people. The fact we don't have Europe doesn't help. Mm. You know, to try and entice people, but you know, and you, you can't really say, Well, come up, doesn't you win trophies because we've only won two in the last two in the last three years. You know, what I mean, we've won a, won a, won a league cup, we won a league that's not really, but see, I mean, the management team will know, will know the league, they'll know the players that they're, they'll know how the players work. So, hopefully, they do bring a few, and it would be nice if we could get a couple in from other Scottish teams, quite who I don't know because I don't watch them, but um. Yeah, we'll, we'll see tomorrow night. Will tell us a bit more about about who who we've still got around and where where we can go from here. Yeah, definitely. And I hope that the uh, supercomputer prediction doesn't come true either. Um, I think I showed it with you. And we finished third in that supercomputer. I think was so. We don't want any of that. Um, so what we what we thinking about tomorrow night, Car? Then you know, Queen's Park in the in the cup, Glasgow Cup. Is that going to be one of those ones where? Should be comprehensive, or 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 should it be closer? Well, the last two seasons we played them. We played them last year in the Scottish Cup, and we played them the year before, I think, in the League Cup. And both times we won very convincingly. I think they were both like five or six nils. Um, so it should be another one. They're a, a part-time team in the the league below us. It should be very easy, and if it's not, then I'm going to be very concerned. Um. But again, it's a team that's kind of new players, new management. It's going to be a lot of trying this and that to see how it goes. Much like the men have been up to the last couple of weeks, see how see how we get on. Um, you know, just to tack on what Wilf was saying there. You know, coming to Rangers, unless you're a Rangers fan, it might not be the most enticing. But we are probably one of the most wealthy teams in this league, and that should be something that we can use to leverage to get players to come up here 
because there's only Glasgow City and Celtic that are also professional in our league. So maybe championship part-time players down south would look at that and go, what's an opportunity for me to finally sign a pro contract and, you know, potentially win things. So my cat's just getting involved there. Um, But tomorrow should be a very comprehensive win. But they've signed a few players, though. I've been keeping an eye and they've signed quite a few players. Uh, Montrose, they've taken a couple of players of theirs. They've signed one of our players. I didn't your really cat, know who she was. Up, I know, it's speaking time. He's annoyed if not gave him his supper yet. Um, <laughs> they signed one of our players, but I didn't really know who she was. I know she scored in the, um, I think it was the League Cup final for the 18s last no, the year before. So, you know, they've got some players, but I don't think it should be much of a hassle for us. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's a couple of names getting thrown up in the chat, obviously, yeah. You know, Lauren Davidson would be good and chinchilla. I don't even know where she's went, Laura. I mean, she I, I seen she was released and but again she's not I haven't seen her getting signed up by anybody. Chinchilla. Ah, did she not get released yeah. or was a free agent or no? No, I think she's still with Glasgow City as far as I'm aware. Oh, you think it is Jacinta? No, no, it was Chinchilla. I thought I seen her, her contract was up. She wasn't in the list of retained or leaving players for Glasgow City, but she's still under Glasgow City at the World Cup. Oh, They're still saying that she's with Glasgow City. So I don't know whether she signed an extension. They've just not announced her. Right. Well, if she's free, then I will take her. But otherwise, I don't actually want to move. But just on cart, it was Fiona Brown's at Rosengard. So she's abroad. So she might want to come back. Um, I forgot what the question was. The what were we talking about? Queens Park. Yeah, Queens Park. Um, yeah. I were we should be fine. I think it's even if we get like Laura Berry and me and that are running it tomorrow, we should we should we should be fine. If we're not, yeah. then uh, there's alarm bells will be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Kirsty McLean made her debut for Scotland, didn't she? So another another cap player, Wolf. Fair enough from the yeah, bench. Fantastic to see. I mean, I, I actually toyed with going down to the game, looked at the weather, went, nah, I'm not going to bother. Because um, <laughs> I don't really do international football, but it would have been, been nice to you know see, because there was obviously there was what, six Rangers players involved in it with, with the five in the Scotland squad and then Megan from Northern Ireland. Um, but, yeah, it's great to see. Great to see any getting her, get her cap. Um, again, that's another player we're going to do very well to hang on to. But I mean, what what I think Joe Potter should be doing is trying to build a team around her. Mm-hmm. You know, make make her some assurances, sign her on the longest contract that she can, <laughs> and try and build a team around her because she's a talent. She's very much a talent. A three thousand year contract will do me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that is pretty much it. I mean, all of a sudden we were only going to have a couple of things to speak about, and then of course Rangers then release. <laughs> contract signings and all of a sudden we've got an hour three topics to speak about but that is it folks um, and we will try and do our, I think we'll do our, our usual Monday pod recording on Monday for the Tuesday release after, and we'll speak about the Rangers Queen's Park game um, and hopefully we'll have a few goals to speak about and a good performance um, but thanks to everybody in the comments, it's been a busy chat tonight, it's been really good uh, Car, thank you very much Thank you. It's been nice to talk about Rangers again. Yeah. Laura, thank you. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Yeah. Wolf, thank you very much. I echo the sentiments of previous speakers. 
And Cara's got uh, new decorations in the background, I see. I know, I need to get them framed, but I thought this will do as soon as I had to take the banner down. This is much better than the banner anyway, so we'll, uh, we'll go with this. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll have the banner up at the end of the season, don't worry. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's definitely hope so. You know, anyway. there, you know there is, sorry before you go, but there is something missing from behind, behind Car, Car's background there. There is oh. something missing that I'm very, very surprised isn't actually there. Oh, what's missing? It's one of these. What are these? Yeah. It's one of these. Yeah. It's one of these. Look, one of these. I did think about swapping out the, the scarf, to be honest, but I need to ship them to people. One of these. So. One of these. One of these. That's what's missing. One of these. There you go, folks. Do we'll you ever want a scarf? Car's your lady. There's, there's a few left. We've sold out of the uh, the white ones, but uh, there's a few red ones left. There you go, folks. If you want a scarf, car's your lady. She'll get she'll get you sorted. But yes, we'll hopefully we'll hopefully congregate again on Monday for a Tuesday, uh, release on Tuesday on Patreon. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining in tonight, and we shall see you very very soon. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.